Hello and welcome to Central Coast Chat, a podcast from The Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with The Californian. This past week, we called some of the local elections on our site, including Wendy Root Askew, who is your new Monterey County Supervisor for District 4. She was a top aide to the retiring supervisor, Jane Parker, and is a founding member of the Monterey Peninsula Housing Coalition. We interviewed her for the podcast this week about why she loves Monterey, what her top priorities are going to be, and what advice she has for other women who are interested in having a career in public service and politics. So just to start off, can you tell me a bit about your background in the area? Uh, yeah, so um, my family has, uh, the military brought my family to Monterey County many, many years ago, and I'm now raising my fifth generation Monterey County son here um, in Marina with my husband and our dog. We, um, uh, let's see here, what else can I share about my background? I um, my dad was in the military, and so we moved around a lot growing up, but always sort of came home to my grandparents' house. Um, my mom was a teacher after my dad got out of the military, and so she uh, taught in Pacific Grove schools. Uh, so my sisters and I graduated uh, from Pacific Grove High School. And then I've been living in Marina for the past 18 years, um, where I'm now raising my family. So why keep Monterey County as your home? What is it that you, you know, love about this area? What is it that, you know, made you want to continue to raise your family here? Oh my gosh. No, Monterey County is, I, I feel like the military could have left our family in many, many other places. You know, at one point we lived in uh, Fort Irwin, which is outside of Barstow. Um, but uh, this is an incredibly beautiful, beautiful uh, part of the world. Um, the natural resources here in Monterey County with our, our marine life, our beaches, um, our, uh, the agricultural assets that we have available to us here. Um, you know, there have been so many people for so many generations before us who fought to protect um, the open space that we have and to protect our coastline. Um, and uh, I just, I'm, I'm just beyond blessed every every day that this, that this is sort of where we got to land. And then I'll add to it that I think, you know, the people who live here in this community, like there's um, the strong military influence is something that I, I personally just really appreciate. There's a there's a deep love and respect for um, for for our community and for um, for our country. Um, the people who who have made Monterey County such a viable um, economic uh, um viable economy here are people who've worked incredibly hard. I think um, when you look at the, the agricultural roots of Monterey County, you have people who, who get their hands dirty, who really know what hard work means um, and who live and breathe that day in and day out. And you really feel that, um, that depth of connection to the place in, in how the people um, of our community engage with each other and with the, the space that we live in. So I want to shift gears a little bit. Can you tell me what, if you can pick three, what your top three priorities might be um, as you start your new role? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I love the question of top three priorities, and I also know enough to know that in a in a in a county operation like Monterey County, where we have a one point six billion dollar budget with twenty six different county departments, um, with responsibilities ranging from health to public safety to um, land use to uh, water. Um, resource management, um, to parks and open space, to delivery of, you know, food and public uh, assistance programs, that the, the needs of our community and the needs of our county are significant um, and expand far beyond what I could um, identify by listing three things. So I love the question. I just want to preface that with saying that the part of the role of the county supervisor is to um, be able to navigate and manage um, and ensure that all of the county's mandated responsibilities um, and programs and services are being delivered at the highest um, uh, and in a way that's efficient and meets the needs of our community. Um, but having said that, uh, sort of the, the the areas when I say like the fire in my belly, my um, the things that I get really excited about working on really are programs and services that um, are based in uh, helping women, children, and families have uh, the greatest possible start um, in life possible. Um, and so that looks like things like ensuring that our communities are safe and healthy for everyone. Um, that means ensuring that we have um, stable and secure housing for everyone in our community. Um, that means uh, ensuring that our streets are safe, both in terms of, you know, the, the physical safety of being able to have crosswalks and uh, make sure that, uh, you know, when I'm out walking uh, to farmer's market with my family, that my son and I can safely cross the street um, and that we feel safe when we're walking uh, through town. Um, we have uh, a number of issues in terms of ensuring an adequate water supply for our community, and I'm really looking forward to working um, on some of uh, building some coalitions to to, to 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 find the right ways to do that um, that uh, doesn't harm uh, parts of our community. Uh, let's see here. What else can I uh, speak to? Um, housing is is I think I mentioned housing is. Um, is, is, is absolutely a critical issue. Uh, we have an, an increasing number of students in Monterey County and families who are in very insecure housing situations. Um, when you look at the McKinney-Vento definition of housing and homelessness, uh, you know, upwards of 15% of students on the peninsula are classified as McKinney-Vento homeless, meaning that they don't have stable and secure housing that, that they can rely on. Um, and that's that's something that we need to find ways to work in partnership with our cities um, to address. And it, it's a fairly urgent issue. And I wanted to talk a bit about your relationship with Jane Parker. Can you tell me a bit about that and what it meant maybe to get her endorsement? Um, yeah, no. So I've been working with uh, Supervisor Parker since she was first elected in 2008. Um, I joined her staff in January of 2009 and have been working with her, advising her primarily on issues of health, uh, social service, public safety, housing, um, types of, of issues. 
Uh, it's been just the honor of my lifetime to have the opportunity to work with um, an elected official who is grounded in integrity and, um, you know, just is willing to speak truth to power. Um, I, I never in my wildest dreams pictured 12 years ago when Jane asked me to work on her staff that I would be one day um, looking to uh, continue carrying the torch that she held then. Uh, but um, I, I, I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored to be able to, to take on this new, this new responsibility. And it's, um, it's, 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 it's an honor. And lastly, I was wondering, what advice do you have for maybe young women who want to have a career in public service and politics uh, like yourself? Oh, my goodness. So I, um, like I said before, I'm raising, I'm a mom. I'm raising an eight-year-old with my husband. Um, and I think that the need for women and parents and mothers to have a seat at decision-making tables is so absolutely important. And I have some great examples that I can share, but, you know, the, the most important, you know, I guess piece of advice that I can offer is that, like, that we need you exactly as you are, um, exactly with the experience that you bring to the table. Um, the diversity of the value that you bring is is so needed um, just in being able to show up at the meeting, show up at the decision-making table and to share the experience that you're living day in and day out as a mom who's trying to figure out how to pay your bills, how to feed your kids, how to get everyone picked up back and forth from school, how to make sure that the clothes that are in the drawers are the right size that fit the children because they keep growing. Like all of those things are the real life lived experiences that so many, um, that a huge demographic of our population are experiencing, but those voices are not currently included um, in in or around decision-making tables at most of our city governments, at our county government, um, or on our school boards, or water districts, or parks districts. And we, we desperately need we need we need to ensure that everyone's voices are heard in those spaces. And so I would just I would encourage that any woman, any mom, any young woman. Um, who has any uh, who has any interest at all to just you know start showing up to meetings and um, find ways to share your public comments and it doesn't have to be perfect and like you exactly as you are is who we need around these tables right now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To read our election coverage, check out our website www.thecalifornian.com and make sure to follow us on Twitter at Sal News to keep up with what we're working on. Have a good weekend!